0: what's going on everybody we're hyped to be back i'm jesse that's jay this is rooster grooves What's up, Jay? Welcome along to another rainy, windswept Seattle. I was getting slapped in the face
1: oh, by some afternoon. wind and some rain. Yeah. <sighs> it was sunny the other day, so I'm, you know, I'm all about the sunshine and the heat and uh, living in the wrong city. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> We're moving after this. Yeah. But uh, here we are, another episode, episode 103. Talking 103. about yeah. talking about Macego. And to kick things off, got my music quote of the day. I thought I'd go jazz from the jazz realm this week. Let's get it. Uh, From Charlie Parker. You heard of him? Mm. A legendary jazz saxophone player from back in the day, Charlie Parker. It sounds familiar, but I don't know. Um, He once said, master your instrument, master the music, and then forget all that bullshit and just play. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Learn it and then forget it. Pretty much. Uh, which kind of, uh, I found a, a quote that would fit our artist today, because I'll, and I'll allude to this later on, but Masego, who we're talking about this week, kind of fits into that a little bit, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll explain my thinking
0: behind that a bit later, but... Well, yeah, I would love to hear your observations. But who is Masego? He is, uh, yeah, Jamaican-American artist Yeah, doing... Uh, I guess he kind of came up with it, trap house jazz. Yeah, he coined that
1: his yeah. own genre.
0: Yeah, I saw him. He wearing a chain with that said that. Oh yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's kind of R and B, kind yeah. of hip hop. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's very good. He's known for using a saxophone in a lot of his music. Yeah. He plays saxophone. He's kind of he's mostly self-taught. Yeah. He's got I think two full-length albums out. Yeah. Or no three um yeah i well, two official i think but he has a lot of eps yeah some a of them bunch are, of
1: EPs. some of them are labeled as it comes back to the argument what is an ep in an album because some of his eps are like 35 minutes long like yeah a bunch of tracks so that's it's like you know somewhat
0: uh, ambiguous yeah or somewhat uh what's the word I don't know, say arbitrary. Arbitrary. arbitrary arbitrary that's the word that's the i was word. thinking. Of. Yeah. <laughs> arbitrary yeah i was thinking that word from from goodwill hunting uh, that word is used in Goodwill Hatton? Yeah, it's just right. like stuck in my mind because okay. Matt Damon's like, it's arbitrary. <laughs> in his Boston accent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Masego, super cool artist. He seems like a cool dude. Mm-hmm. Um, just like, yeah, self-made DIY pretty much. His, his studio is still in his room, he says. Right, yeah. Um, let me see. I guess we, I just talk about the name real quick. Masego is a yeah. Tzwana. Swana. I think that's how you say it. translation yeah. of a, a church name. Okay, called blessing. It means blessing. Right. Yeah, yeah. I have a bit of background behind that. Should I tell the story?
1: Uh, yeah. uh let's get into that a little bit later. How about? Okay. All right. The how he chose the name
0: Masega. because it's mm-hmm. not his real name, Mika Davis. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's his yeah. Real name. Yeah. Mika Davis. Um. Yeah. I don't know. You got some influences from Lucky, mm-hmm. in parentheses DJ PLM. Okay. I'm just getting worse at how to pronounce these artists' names because they're just letters. <laughs> so like or, I see words on the screen, but I don't know who these people are. Yeah. we got John P. Key, mm-hmm. Andre 3000. Yeah, yeah. That one's familiar. Yeah. Cab Calloway. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he's influenced from like a lot of gospel stuff. Like I said, yeah, um, coming from kind of church background. Yeah. And we'll get into it. Yeah. And uh, I mean, the last little thing, he didn't discover hip hop until he was 18. Yeah. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um and yeah he's doing pretty well he's
1: playing at Coachella right mm-hmm. he's played in around the world it seems like he's gone yeah. to Europe and stuff like that um he's like has he won any awards I don't know if he's won any like Grammys I didn't see anything like that I about don't that or believe so yeah. I feel like he's still on the come up though because I don't know if you know Joe K from Soul Election I um, know uh, uh, he's a, pot, a DJ and there's he has a uh, Apple One show, Apple Beach show called Soul Action. Nice. Uh he was prese- he interviewed Masego at Coachella, which is like ten months ago. And mm-hmm. apparently Joe Case like been like following this guy since he started kind of thing. And even in that interview that was posted ten months ago, it seems like he's still on the come up kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It seems like it's the vibe I get. Yeah, no, I think yeah. so too.
0: Yeah. I think people are kind of discovering him that yeah. he's like a, a really good artist. Yeah. And he's got a lot of, you know, tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. And general good vibes. Yeah, Just yeah. as far as like his his mind and perspective. He seems like a really cool person. Totally. Yeah. I think he's, you know, really attractive in that way. Yeah. So I guess yeah, I discovered him, I don't know, maybe the last couple of years, maybe during the pandemic or something. Okay. The two thousand seventeen YouTube video blew up. Oh yeah. Which one did you see? Which video was it? Um it's the one with uh fkj yeah and they're like in a studio and it's just like somebody's filming them right and it's just like a super cool jam and they all like we're doing live loops and creating the song yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah that track's called to dow that's the one we open with yeah
1: and that's funny yeah because i when you sent me masego it's like i've heard the name but i'm not really sure I was listening through all of his material and then I got to that track and I was like, yeah, where did I hear that from? Yeah. And then I watched an interview of him talking about the background of that track mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shit, yeah, I've seen that. That so it must have been pretty viral as well. Fuck, it's like 440 yeah. million views. Yeah, it went super viral. I didn't know that. I didn't know. I just thought I'd sort seen it as part of like my usual YouTube binging of music mm-hmm. type of things. But that was a really good performance if people haven't seen it. Yeah, like yeah. total standout.
0: And it, yeah. it's it's kind of like getting in everybody's playlist through the algorithm, like yeah. whether they like that type of music or not. Yeah. Like it's just kind of that level of viral, yeah. virality. And it's kind of funny because it, it's all completely improvised, the track. And he said
1: uh, it was inspired by Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm-hmm. The, the, the lyric, did you hear that?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll talk about it a little bit later, right, right? Okay, yeah. Um. So let's play another track.
1: All right. Yeah, let's do it if I can find the, the right thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that jet kind of low, bro. Let's get some drums in. <clears throat> I'm in Hollywood and I'm really bored. I'm in a studio that I couldn't afford. A year ago, now I'm a pro. Now every single person coming to my show. Baby, chopping, chopping. It's uh, still wow. going. I thought, it was gonna, I thought there was going <laughs> to be more to that. The counter was still going. So I was like, Is there a secret end? I don't think so. No.
0: I think we're moving on.
1: Anyway, I'm in Hollywood. I'm really, really bored. I'm in the studio. Those lyrics are funny, I thought, from his track. Mm-hmm. I'm in Hollywood from his first EP, Loose Thoughts, came out in 2016, I think. Yeah. Was he in Hollywood when he wrote that, or was he what, what writing about something? I don't know, but it sounds like you know he's got all this newfound fame and glory, and now he's you know able to use fancy studios in Hollywood to make his music. And, yeah um I don't know whether any of that's true or it's foreshadowing like the future of what he wants to see or not see or something maybe but, both yeah, just imagine yeah. the headspace of you yeah, know, yeah. the
0: idea concept yeah. of Hollywood,
1: yeah. Yeah, because it's the place everyone wants to go to to make it. But when you're actually there, it can be a bit shitty for a lot of people for yeah. many reasons. But the industry, the fame things.
0: The streets with literal shit. You
1: know? Yeah, man. The well, first time I went to L.A., I was like, this is Hollywood Boulevard. This yeah. is a <laughs> shithole. Yeah. It's really disgustingly bad. <laughs> Rough. Anyway,
0: yeah. Sometimes the best things are, you know, dynamic. So beauty, beauty dynamic. Yeah. flowers die, you know. So,
1: <laughs> Masego. Masego. We want to do the rewind uh, uh, sound effect.
0: <laughs> it's different every week. So yeah, um, Micah Davis, born yeah. June 8th, 1993. Yeah. So he's 31, yeah. if I do my math correctly. All right. Um, born in Kingston, Jamaica. Yeah. So we're taking a trip to Africa. No. I mean, Jamaica. <laughs> Jamaica. <laughs> the, the, uh,
1: the West Indies, they call it. I've um, never, never been. Meet the It's always been on my list, Jamaica, ever since I was a kid, and I heard of Bob Marley and all that. I was like, I want to go there.
0: Mm-hmm. It's yeah. it's part of the West Indies. How does that work? Yeah. Um, is the West Indies a that's some kind of state? What is uh, it? there's
1: different islands. Um, it's had a storied history, I think. I Probably part of the British Empire at some point. A lot of these islands, all the whole of them.
0: But Jamaica's its own. Jamaica's its own
1: island, own country. Yeah, and then there's other islands like Saint Lucia and stuff
0: like that. So the the West Indies are just like a A different islands. Just like yeah, regions. Yeah, region. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right on. It's as much as I know. (laughs) I know. We're we're trying. I'm trying to get back in geography. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So yeah, what do we want to do? Yeah. So he basically he grew up in a pretty musical household yeah
1: so he yeah, moved to virginia when he was eight right mm-hmm. i don't know if there was anywhere else in between there but his dad did work for the military right he's in the air force yeah so a lot of people describe themselves as air force brats or military brats mm-hmm. whatever i never heard Maseko him he describe himself that way yeah you know, so. i don't know if
0: that's a good a term of endearment or not yeah but I'll he was it. a yeah. yeah a military brat and a, a what do they call a pk pk what's that a pastor's kid Oh, okay <laughs> yeah because his dad was a pastor
1: then as well right yeah after or during the his job day job as the military i don't know uh i was uh, a little bit confused yeah, on exactly
0: yeah. what was going on because yeah. eventually he was working in the military as well or working for the military sago was yeah oh wow i didn't see that
1: yeah. really yeah what, okay yeah
0: what would you have on that he was some kind of um, I don't know some kind of clerk or something I can't remember yeah. ex- at all I don't want to say the wrong thing but right uh, I'll try to find out what it is on the next break or something yeah but we're not there yet um yeah. anyway because it's probably in my notes somewhere yeah um but yeah so he had a he, he loved music from yeah. from the get-go I think his mom got him a saxophone when he was 10 mm. yeah
1: and I think going to church there was a lot of music there
0: I yeah I think um
1: uh i Saw that uh, drums was the first instrument that like he went to, mm-hmm. um, and start learnt, taught himself how to play it. I don't know where, probably at church. I think like hopping on the drum kit secretly or something like that. I point. think that's how it was. Yeah, <laughs>
0: seeing like the the older people, yeah. just like super good players. Yeah, yeah. Classic. A lot of you know gospel or people in church. There's like some really really high level talent a lot of the time. Yeah. So I think that was a huge inspiration. I guess both his parents were pastors, by the way. Okay. Yeah. Um, But But yeah, they were moving around a lot as well Yeah, Uh, just through his childhood, right? which, you know, I don't know, can't imagine. But I think that gave him a lot of different kind of diversity through music, seeing other people play and everything. And I think
1: even being in Virginia, because it's one of those places with the military bases and all that, he said there would be other families that would come from other parts of the world and he'd get to meet them there kind of thing. So it's kind of like... He was exposed even just in being in Virginia to like other cultures, kind of thing, Mm -hmm. before traveling as well himself. Yeah. Um, But yeah, definitely a musical household, right? He said he grew up in a room with like 200 vinyl records or something, Mm -hmm. like spanning all kinds of soul from like Stevie Wonder, Aretha Franklin, some jazz, right? Cab Calloway, Mm -hmm. who he mentions, he's he's become a big influence on him. Mm -hmm. Um, Cabby. Cabby. And yeah, he was going to high
0: school as well, you know, at this time. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I mean, he's just want to say how many instruments he's played. Like he's, he knows, knows he's taught himself cello, drums, piano, guitar. Yeah. Just as he was coming up. Yeah. So then, yeah, he's in high school basically at this point of our conversation. Yeah, and, uh. Yeah, this leads me on to his name a little
1: bit as well, because he said mm-hmm. he was uh, in school and there these there were these two rappers that he went to school with. He did mention their name. I didn't quite get their names. Um, but he said he thought they were really cool and he kind of like aspired to be cool, basically. Like yeah. And he was like, I'm going to need a, a pseudonym, like a, a name kind of thing. Um, originally, he just wanted to produce music. He didn't think about being an artist. And he was gonna, his tag, his name for being an artist, was going to be Heidi Ho, I think. Right, right, right. From the Cab Calloway. Yeah, he, was, lyric, he took Heidi that Ho, sample. Yeah, and he's used that sample. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he was doing like a special class for school, um, and he uh, chose like African culture as like his subject to research, and so he started like researching his mum's roots, and that's where he came across this name Masego, and it was like. It was kind of serendipitous, I guess, because it was like a name from his mother's, like, lineage kind of thing mm-hmm. in the culture. But it also, yeah, like you mentioned earlier, means blessing, which is kind of his nickname when he was at church. That Everyone called him Little Blessing, right? Mm-hmm. You know. So it's just like, meant to be, you know. Yeah, it seemed yeah. like it
0: fit really well. Yeah. And it's a pretty cool name. Yeah. I like, off yeah. the cuff. Definitely, yeah. It's cool. Seems like it matches his vibe. Yeah, yeah. And uh, like you said, serendipitous. Yeah. So I think it's a perfect name. Yeah, and then...
1: And then, so he was like really into gospel music, and I, th- I heard him say once, like you know, before he knew about hip hop, like he was, he thought some of the gospel artists were like the hardest, like baddest, like artists, kind of thing. yeah, <laughs> just but like yeah. like
0: the best. Yeah. And his friends would be like, like what is this? Yeah, right. Like like yeah. you haven't heard of you haven't heard of Nas? You haven't heard yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. you know all these like like you know mainstream rappers or yeah hip hop artists? Yeah, and uh, they were like, yeah, I mean get that Christian rap out of here, right
1: so like yeah i mean so they obviously they just started playing in this other tr- music mm-hmm. which he loved he was like oh she's like this is yeah, good too yeah. it was hard hitting
0: beats and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know he was like into that you know um oh, even more valuable for him though seeing both sides of it yeah and you know seeing the the real mainstream artists second and it's probably better that he it he was able to be exposed
1: to all of the stuff which is basically like the roots of hip-hop as well mm-hmm. like a lot of the stuff he was already listening to was what was what been sampled. what the big know. stuff was being influenced yeah, by yeah 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 so he like already knew the context before hearing you know instead of the other way around kind of thing like yeah i think yeah. that
0: just kind of naturally gave him a really well-rounded yeah. scope of of you know music and influence yeah super valuable And so from that old
1: collection of people, like I mentioned, Cab Calloway, it's interesting. He might mentioned him a lot as being like someone he kind of wanted to model his own outlook on musically. Mm -hmm. Because apparently like, you know, Cab Calloway was kind of a mainstream family friendly sort of voice in like music back in his period of time. Yeah. Um, But he apparently, I didn't know this, but he actually like sung a lot about like uh, violence and drugs and all kinds of bad shit. But, but it was kinda of wrapped up in his pretty pretty bow, of the way he was delivering it in this yeah, mainstream way kind of thing. Um, and so that like really inspired Masego like in a yeah. way to approach things, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Like you said. Yeah. Talking about kind of darker stuff in a family friendly way. Yeah. And like like <laughs> like realizing that you could you can talk about crazy stuff right and talk about it to anybody. And I mean that's probably what should be talked about. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I mean
1: th- for sure. Like, I think, well, I mean, we said this before, like, there's all kinds of things in music that you can do, right? But for me, the best music is where people are, like, touching on, like, real subjects. Yeah. Right?
0: But like, versus. Like, breeds true connection. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, life is hard and stuff's whack out there. Especially,
1: like, yeah, I mean, I think in every age, but especially now, because I think we have we an have age of a lot of crazy issues happening in the world, but a lot of but a lot of surface level music as well. mm mm-hmm. Like, the age of, like, protest music is, like, not really prominent like it was in the Vietnam era, right? You know, yeah. Like, with all of those bands and, like... Like, where's punk? Know, where's punk, exactly, yeah. It's, like, just buried now. Yeah. So, it's, Maybe. like, it's all out there, but it's, I feel like things are being watered down somehow. I don't know why that's happening. Maybe social media is making it that way or something. Like
0: I think Money. 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 Everyone <laughs> just
1: wants that dollar dollar. Yeah, just ching want, ching. Let's make those songs that make everybody feel good. <laughs> ka-ching That's what Andre so I was tr- trying to find a uh quote from Andre three thousand because he's an inspiration, right? Of mm-hmm. goes as well. And I found a couple of things where uh basically he was like shitting on like modern day rap music, hip hop music, Andre three thousand. Saying that it's all made for the money everyone wants the check. There's no no art in it
0: anymore kind of mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. That's something he said. So but yeah. That's subjective. Yeah. But I mean, I think it's pretty apparent that every, you know, our society has an obsession with like money or a necessity yeah. for money. Yeah. And so it's kind of sucks. Yeah, the American society. <laughs> Maybe more so than the rest of I mean, yeah, de- democratic countries, I don't know. I feel like Yeah. That, I don't know. I think yeah. there's I yeah, I don't I think you're right. I think there's a problem across the world, but yeah. yeah. True. I think yeah, things need to change. I don't know, especially,
1: especially in Dubai. Huh? Let's all go to Dubai,
0: <laughs> buy our three the, billion dollar island. Anyway, they're going they're, off script scripted. I mean, that's all right. <laughs> they're they're building some cool stuff out there. I don't. I think it's like modern day slavery over here. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, think it's kind of wacky. <laughs> uh, but I won't speak on that too much because I don't know. But anyway, he's in high school, Masego. Yeah, back to Masego. Yeah, he's releasing songs. Yeah, like on on just online on YouTube on SoundCloud. I'm assuming. Yeah, I think um, so, okay. And just like he's posting videos of him live looping And just finding his style And he's oh, just cool. learning yeah. he's Putting you know, saxophone over beats yeah. uh, Remixes, stuff like that yeah. And starts to just kind of figure out how to make music nice. he, he gets yeah. pretty good at it yeah. I
1: yeah. heard he likes jamming as well Like he was jamming with some other like, artists Musicians when he was coming up Which is mm. where he got the trap house jazz uh, thing from right. Did you hear about that? Uh, what do you mean? Basically just, he was like jamming in a house and he thought the house was like a trap house. Do you mm-hmm. know what trap house is? I had, I had to look this up. It's like a <laughs> slang term for
0: a drug house.
1: Yeah. it's like just a,
0: Yeah. I mean, that's the best way to say it. Yeah. It's kind of messy and dirty and people just use it as a place to do drugs and yeah, just like not yeah. be part of society for a while. So that was the type of location they were jamming in. And then he's like,
1: I play saxophone and it's kind of jazz. So I thought it'd be kind of funny to like trap house jazz. Like
0: but then oh, like yeah. trap music is its own term as well and house music as well yeah yeah so, so it's if it's, yeah. it, it's fitting enough yeah, yeah. um because yeah i don't know some of his stuff i think it would you could say it's safe to say incorporates trap yeah kind of beats yeah, you know modern so. hip-hop yeah, yeah i think a lot of modern contemporary hip-hop is pretty trappy it seems to be all that way i yeah. feel like i'm not a super
1: fan of it I'm only not a super fan of it because they all use the same drum samples and the same rhythms, it seems like. Yeah, yeah, it's like not a lot of vary. But then you could say the same, I guess, about house music, right? Four on the floor. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. I don't know, music's weird like that. Exactly, yeah. You could do the same beat a million times in different songs. Yeah. I'm just, you know, as a drummer, I'm just like (laughs) trying to come up with different beats beats
0: all the time. Yeah, but you could just do the same beat all the time. I came up with four on the floor. (laughs) gonna do that one all my career yeah uh yeah so what else do we got um hmm. first music he starts releasing stuff
1: yeah so did you come across the pink polo ep mm-hmm. yeah I, he made it with uh medicine yeah i feel like that was the first thing that actually beyond his soundcloud stuff and all that that actually came out right
0: that's like, as uh, far as i have yeah. yeah that was 2015 yeah and it, it uh had the the single girls that dance yeah was kind of like the main single off that
1: yeah like it'll be pretty big for him and then like a year and he said about that ep um in retrospect it's like um not how he works now he said it was he said that whole project was really quick and came together in like one week they wrote and recorded mm-hmm. the whole ep in a week where he said, like now he like does like thirteen variations of the mix and all kinds of yeah, he's shit, chopping like, up his vocals yeah, and he's all like, that stuff. Yeah. yeah,
0: so I don't know some artistic growth, yeah. but sometimes it's easier to just get the the music out in a quick way and not think about it too much. Yeah, yeah. and it sounds like that's what happened. Definitely, yeah. and that yeah. seems like it ties roots with his kind of live looping days. You yeah, know, yeah. It's kind of taking the concept of looping live. Yeah, and just there it is. That's what we created. Yeah, that's the song, and they did that with you know, kind of a next level yeah. and did it with the, the, the album, the EP. Yeah, yeah. So Definitely. it seems like it worked, good stuff. Definitely, yeah, People yeah. liked it. Yeah. And he kept making more. I think um, he came out with the next EP. This, either, that was 2015. I saw somewhere they both came out in 2016. Right. Yeah. So I'm not sure, but I think 2016 he released Loose Thoughts.
1: Yeah. Which is a big body of work, I would say. Nine tracks.
0: That's the one on, on Spotify, for example. It comes up as a full-length album yeah. titled, but it's it's an EP to him. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Cause, and to journalists as well, because they talk about his next
1: album as being his debut album. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Semantics, though, you know. Yeah, I guess, we're being I pedantic about Pedantic about semantics. We have a few words of the day. Arbitrary. 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 <laughs> I'm in the car park. Yeah, Sorry, let's go know. to the bar. <laughs> uh yeah loose thoughts it's good that was the first thing i listened to of his before realizing that i'd already
0: seen that video of Tada. um yes i mean but, you know. that that brings us to t- 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 whoa let me <laughs> slow down whoa everybody. slow down 2017 yeah and that was the Tadao. so right. i mean i know you already teased it so i'll let you yeah. tell the story because we got uh, a good story uh jt's the fresh prince of bel-air influence uh Which yeah. is pretty cool. I don't know if we can put a little clip of that up on the screen right now. Yeah, I'll find it. I'll let it play here. Uncle Phil, I was dropping Wendy off back at the hotel, right? And then, and, and, you know, I'm walking down the hall and then Mrs. Robertson comes up and she asking me about the quake. So, I, you know, I'm going and I'm telling her and then she slips in to something more comfortable. And then she grabbed these pictures and she's showing me pictures of sand, sand something. And then, you know, before I knew it, you know, ta
1: <laughs> Ta-da. 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 Oh, ooh, ooh. You slept with Janice. But yeah, so I mean, tell the story. Uh, so yeah, apparently um, he was watching, Masego was watching an episode of Fresh Prince Bel-Air, classic show. Um, will smith. there was some kind of storyline where yeah will smith had like spent like a night or something with an older lady and he was trying to explain his experience to uncle phil mm-hmm. and he just said you know it was like
0: tada was it tadao 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 i mean he, he was just i don't know what he was saying it was just like a random word and yeah, it was yeah. in between like t- it wasn't tada, like surprise yeah it was like tadao it was like tadao Ta like, like like yeah 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 <laughs> I, I don't know yeah just uh yeah I don't know how to explain what that word would be, but just like a yeah. a word that's not a real word, yeah, but it explains the feeling and the vibe you get it if you've seen the clip on our youtube channel yeah
1: and uh yeah uh, but yes, yeah, so he just like for some reason that was stuck in his head, and he was flying to Paris, I think. And then he got off the plane and he went straight to the studio with FKJ mm-hmm. to do like a little in studio session. I think it was for some radio station. It looks like, um, and they just improvised this whole thing. And he said that he just like was looking for props and whatever. And the first thing he had in his hand was like his passport. So that like clipping, clicking sound you hear at the beginning is like his passport going mm-hmm. rifling through the papers. Then he found like a water bottle and was doing some like percussion on it. Yeah. And, all, and just built this whole track up. And I think that might be the version that's on his album. I don't know if he, re, he might have like tweaked it a little bit, but I mean, or I th- redid it,
0: but I don't know. I think um, the, I, I think the song came out first and then they recreated it live. Okay. I don't think they yeah. created that track from scratch. I think they did. Yeah. On the video. From what I saw, said
1: it was an improvised performance. Apparently. That's what they said. I don't but know. I don't know. Let us know. F. K. J. says improvised and recorded at Red Bull Studio Paris.
0: Okay, we got to find out. Yeah. I'm not sure, but I mean either way is a super. That's the Impressive. video we were talking about. Very viral. Yeah. And just a yeah, very vibey track. The 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 music is great. Just yeah. period. Yeah. But the fact that they created it, um, you know, just with their their looping stuff and their their little machines and playing the music live. Yeah. Very. It's a great YouTube video in general. Yeah. So. Um,
1: just the vibe of, like, it's got this moody lighting. There's, like, cars going past the outside. Mm-hmm. And the camera work. I think it's just one camera that's sort of just, like, gliding in and out. Yeah. So the whole thing is just, like, a vibe. Yeah. Pretty
0: much like a- Totally. So they just kind of nailed it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, that, that put him on to the next level of, think of, you know, artistry of, you know, people knowing who he is. And he didn't even have to go on Colors to get his 440 million views. Not yet. Maybe yeah. he's about to. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so yeah, yeah, that's how I discovered Masego. I already, I already said that, but yeah, very cool, man. Yeah. Um, where do we want to go from here? Um,
1: track. Should we play a track? Is it time or not yet? Um, yeah, let's play track. I'm down. Yeah. Okay. This because this is from his debut album, so this will <laughs> debut. It, it is the debut though. <laughs> by Masego from his album Lady Lady mm. on Rooster Grooves. That's uh, a nice harmony, a nice melody. It's like a, it's almost it sounds like it was sampled from something older, but I think he said he... Did you hear the story of how he came up with that? Oh, uh, would you? Referring to the Black Love song, the melody. He was, said he was on a train going to meet a girl for a date. Mm-hmm. Someone he'd never met before. just seen in photos and he's like had all these like imaginations in his mind about things and he fell asleep and then he woke up singing this melody apparently it just Um, came to him like that just came to him like that yeah so i guess you record it on your phone store it away use it later beautiful crazy
0: yeah he did say one thing is he loves the harmonies yeah yeah. you know just in general not just that track that's something he's really attracted to yeah Stemming back from like the barber t- barbershop quartet type sounds yeah, yeah. of like you know 30s and 40s right. music back to the Cab Calloway and stuff like that. Yeah. So he obviously incorporates that a lot, and and then like we said, you know, starts he's been layering a lot of stuff more yeah, and yeah. more as he, um, you know, had more access to creation. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. There was that one track. I can't remember which one it was.
1: Was it Navajo? Maybe. I'm not sure where he mm-hmm. like did like 60 layers like tracks of vocals Mm -hmm. and he said he like chopped it up each syllable to make it sound like each one was kind of cutting each other off yeah um which he said he got inspired by from some uh gospel artists but i thought it was funny because he didn't know this for real he just like figured that's what this guy must have done just from listening to the music And, and then he like interpreted that in his own way and Figured out how he was gonna do it, sort of thing.
0: Yeah, you know? I think it comes so. across as really cool. Yeah, yeah. it gives it like that s- slight effect, but it's it's hard to recreate any other way. Yeah, uh, even though he said it was like overly meticulous, like for no reason. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I think you know the reason it it sounds really good. Is, yeah, is why he put so much work into it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that that is that the track that also has the the cashier sound. Yeah, maybe. I believe. Yeah, yeah. I hope that's the one I'm I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, because I one thing I wanted to say about Navajo was. I think that just was released as a single, first of all. Okay. Yeah. Um, but while he was making that, he was working at Panda Express. Yeah. And I think that's a really cool yeah. bit of information. Like, it's huge. Like, he's he's already released these awesome EPs, and he's just working out of his house. Yeah. And, you know, just has a normal job. Yeah. You know, food service, whatever job. Yeah. And, like, I think that's super dope. I think that's the information that I like to tell people on this show. Yeah. Is, like, I don't know, because like at this point he seems like he's so far removed from like he's made it, you know, he's doing mm. big shows and he's on on YouTube doing big interviews and stuff like that. Yeah. But like while he was creating these huge songs, he was just living like a normal life. Right. I think that's like, yeah. the, like the coolest thing. Yeah. yeah. Because um, like it just goes to show anybody can do this kind of stuff. Yeah, definitely. But apparently that that cashier sound, he was just he liked to record stuff while he was working. And that was one of the sounds. Right. And yeah. it ended up on the track eventually. Yeah, Yeah. So pretty cool. Yeah, he
1: does that a lot as well in his music, like the bits of samples, right? You can hear him sort of like, yeah, that's a fat beat or something in the background. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And just leaves them in. Yeah. There was like one track as well where the melody came in and it was just basically straight off his phone. You could hear all this background noise. Mm -hmm. But it was like, instead of like re-singing it, he just like used like the original demo or something like that. Yeah. Why not? It's cool. And... um, Yeah, I mean, he is super humble, though. That's something I think he consciously tries to strive for. Mm -hmm. He's he's talked about, like, like he realizes, like, the bigger he gets, like, he's going to be in bigger rooms kind of thing with more important people. And he thinks it's important to, like, portray himself in a certain way instead of being, like, disrespectful or whatever and, you know, Mm -hmm. blasting off about some bullshit in his lyrics or whatever kind of thing. Like, he's very sort of thoughtful about all of this, I think, you know. Yeah, just, yeah,
0: yeah, grateful for the opportunity. Yeah. And just wants to use it to the best that he can. Yeah. And just be a part of it, be in the moment and stuff. So I think it's really, he seems pretty cool, pretty down to earth. Yeah.
1: And he likes to put on other people. Like he talks about people he's collaborated with, he talks about his band members. Yeah.
0: On all the interviews, he's like shouting people out, like, shout out to this person on this track, shout out to them. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, because it's also keep, that keeps him humble as well.
1: Because so, when he's with his band members, they just like joke at him all the mm-hmm. time. Like, oh yeah, you're the big like celebrity and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> so that keeps, put, keeps him in check, you know,
0: hopefully. I think he's I, good. Think, I, think, he's th- good. I think he's not going I like the guy. I like his vibe. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, so, that, so Lady Lady, that came out 2018. Yeah. And that was the debut. Yeah. Great debut. Mm-hmm. Very, you know, sultry. Yeah. Um, right up his, his alley of his style. Yeah. So, a great presentation of his abilities. Um, and then after that, he kept just producing more stuff and he was on like guesting, being a guest on different releases. He worked with Van Jess, hmm. Ari Lennox, yeah. uh, The Game, yeah. Kate Yeah, yeah. Did an episode on Kay Trinata. check it out. Yeah. And um, just released a bunch of singles as well. Right. Uh, one of them was Big Girls. Okay. Yeah. The Body Positive. Is it? <laughs> uh, I didn't hear that, didn't come across that track, actually. Yeah. But yeah. But yeah, it's like a bo- yeah. body positive anthem type cool. track. So mm-hmm. um, he was just keeping busy, though, working with big, big names and stuff. Yeah. Um, he, he released Mystery Lady mm-hmm. from the Studying Abroad EP. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, I guess Studying Abroad, the extended stay, mm-hmm. like the extended edition in May 2021, was Grammy nominated. Oh, okay. So, yeah.
1: getting up there, and so, then yeah. and then he decides to do his self-titled album, right? Mm-hmm. Masego, which came out just this year, yeah, twenty twenty-three. It's more solid stuff, really. He hasn't sort of super changed anything. Like one thing I'll say about his production quality, is all very clean and consistent throughout. Mm-hmm. Like the beats, like the kicks, and all that. It's all very like polished sounding. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's like where I heard could see like the Andre 3000 inspiration a little bit there. Uh, Outcast, like the Love Below album, like, I really like go back to and listen to it every now and again. Cause it's got that mixture of like clean modern production techniques with that kind of almost barbershop quartet vocal right, right. stylings and stuff like that. You know, kind of the mashup between those two. Yeah. yeah. That dynamic, like the traditional and, and the modern sort of thing. Um, and, and just like the play with like, the melodies and the harmonies and the beats, I could I can see that how Masaygo is like doing that in a similar way, kind of thing, mm-hmm. in his own way though. You know,
0: totally. Right. Yeah. Uh, I also meant to say I think before um, he co-produced Champagne Poetry, which is Drake's, oh. one of Drake's tracks okay. that was on Certified Lover Boy. Okay, so just to say that he was working with Drake, you know, yeah. huge names. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then yeah, twenty twenty three. That's pretty much right where we're at yeah and, and that album's out now basically yeah. fresh off the press yeah i like um
1: overall like sego's
0: approach to
1: creativity he said something that was really cool um more well, many things but like there was one thing that he said is basically like let the day write itself mm-hmm. is, is the, what he said and he said, "When you get in the studio, you have all these instruments. You have the internet. You have books. You have nature." He said, "Just choose something
0: and create." Yeah, just. Yeah. I, I saw that interview yeah. as well. I think yeah. that's a, a really great way to say it. Yeah. like not having to be rigid. Yeah, and be like, "I'm gonna do this track this way today." Yeah, at this time. Yeah, and you could do it that way if you want. Yeah, um, but he's just saying, you know, use you know nature, whatever's the vibe of the day. Yeah, to to be inspired. Yeah, and same thing back to like to doubt like he was like he had his passport okay i'll, I'll make a little beat with my passport yeah. i saw fresh prints so i'm going to use that line yeah and he's literally like showcasing that he's just using these ideas from his everyday life yeah. the cash register machine putting it in the track right uh i think i mean i think it's really cool how he does that i think it's a great
1: yeah and like also kind of ties back to the quote i said at the beginning of the episode charlie parker said master your instrument master the music and then forget all that bullshit and just play Masego kind of has that concept as well, where he talks about inspirations. He said, like, he just like lets all the inspirations seep into him, kind of thing. Yeah, and then when he's at the studio, you know, just that stuff just naturally comes out, kind of thing. Just like leave yourself to play to improvise is a big thing for him. Jamming's a massive thing for him to come up with tracks. He says, yeah, like, um, so like, yeah, and just he, he doesn't take it too seriously at a certain level because yeah, he was had some interviewer ask him. I can't remember what the question was, but his answer was that, you know, I just get to play, you know, like people pay me to like, just make music and write about my observations of life kind of mm-hmm. thing. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. So he has, you know, I love that. I mean, obviously he's taking it seriously as well. Cause he does all these like mult like fine chopping of vocals, multiple mixes. It must take him hours
0: just on one track on For the sure. production side of things there's how to describe that contextually, like being serious about not being serious, like being, being diligent, but I don't know. It's a really, that's what's interesting about this guy. Yeah. You know, and it's, and it's just the the concept that anybody can take home and use. Um, I I find that hard to to articulate. Like you, like you're trying really hard. Obviously he cares a lot about the music that he's making. Um, But just the, the the way or the mode that it's going about being actually processed yeah. is really casual and you know lighthearted and vibey yeah i think it's like this is like the pivotal thing
1: between artists and musicians that like make it make it as in releasing music and reaching a wide audience and having people love it like and and someone who just keeps it all on their hard drive and it doesn't share it with the world or whatever kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Cause it's that discipline to like not just play and have fun with it, but to have the ambition to see it through and to work hard at a certain point, you know, yeah. at a certain point, like the fun inspiration thing is there, but it's sort of, it drives you to like pay more attention to the details, spend like hours on like a sound or whatever it is, or the mixing of it, like how it's all sounds. It's, it's work, but it's like, I feel like if you're in the flow state, maybe it's not work. You know, it's just like...
0: I, I think you know, that's what he channels. Yeah, yeah. He just uses his body as a vessel yeah. to channel these from the source, you know, yeah. and just let his body be a, a vehicle or a... What's another V word? I keep using V words. <laughs> you know, but, um, but yeah, just kind of like taking these vibes and just letting them go. Yeah, Just transferring them into music. Yeah. These, these energies or these emotions yeah. uh, without thinking about it too much. But then, of course, there's the... Kind of the the physical reality of manipulating uh d a w yeah. and you know chopping vocals and making things in the same key of a song and yeah. releasing things all that real life stuff yeah yeah so if you he's hitting both of those both ends of the bell yeah definitely
1: yeah, and that. I think that's sort of everything we strive for as musicians, right? You need to get to that flow state. You need to get to that thing where you are like channeling, like being the vessel or whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's hard to get to. Or sometimes it just happens like in a session and you didn't know where it came from. Yeah. You bottled the magic maybe if you recorded it. But but then sometimes you can't get back to that easily again kind of thing. I don't know what it is. It's a weird thing it is i think it's distractions maybe like we talked about this polo and pan episode maybe way back when they said they like to like you know get their business done at the beginning part of the day like their mm-hmm. personal stuff their health like exercise right and they have the rest of the fr- day, day free because it's distraction free you know to create kind of thing
0: yeah i think that's uh, a great way to do it yeah you know, you check see- your mail pay your bills yeah yeah and then your mind for that day is free yeah. to to flow exactly And I did look it up. um, Tada was uh, made right there on the spot, apparently.
1: Uh, In the oh, the in that studio. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is amazing. Yeah, it is, insane. But all that preparation, you know, you you put in your hard graft of learning the instrument, and Mm -hmm. so you know what to do when you're in that improvised situation, right? You just you're just running on instinct at Mm -hmm. that point, like yeah.
0: Yeah, F K J has a lot of good stuff to check out too. He does. We should maybe do an episode on him. Yeah. 100% 100% Yeah yeah. That's all I got on Masego Me too I think yeah. he's, he's really dope yeah. I think he's got He's still up and coming A lot of good stuff Going to come from this guy too Yeah yeah Definitely um, I, I would start listening to His latest album Okay If yeah. you want to check it out Yeah Definitely look up Look up Tadow As we've been talking about Yeah You've, Everyone's probably Already seen that though To be honest I mean with 440 million views That's, Yeah <laughs> <laughs> Quite possible Yeah Yeah Well uh, Thank you guys I think that we're calling it yeah, That was Masego. Dope stuff. Hang out with us on uh, Instagram, at roots to grooves TikTok, at Signal Radio. Uh, YouTube, at roots to grooves What's the other one I'm thinking of? Twitter, Twitter. at roots to grooves yeah. And if you want to hit us up individually, or I mean, all together, we we'll both have access to the email. Jay's got it. roots to grooves
1: at SignalRadio.com. S-I-G-N-L-Radio.com. I'm get them
0: I'm
1: in Detroit with lights and feelings rolling real It's organic How speed through Midnight moments